0: If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson
1: Rockefeller's Will? You get
0: rich quick! Stand on the line, learn the game
1: again, everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win, gonna get rich quick.
2: <laughs> wow
1: Sorry. Wow, that is the start of champions <laughs> I think this is our number one show start
2: Best show ever <laughs> Yeah I usually say that after the show, but I already know Already know That this episode of Get Rich Quick with Josh and, and Noel, Noel. Oh. <laughs> Wow Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn You're shitting on all cylinders <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was going to shit all over you this show, yeah, and I, didn't I meant realize, it. <laughs> I didn't know that's how you meant. <laughs> yeah, that just come upon me. Um, <laughs> hey, everybody. In case you're wondering what the hell just happened there, this yes. is Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, the show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Dineen. come together once a week over a single topic, and from said topic, we come out with a series of ideas, a bunch of ideas, eh, usually three or four ideas about how to get really rich really quickly on a single topic. And we give it to you guys Yeah, out of the kindness of our heart. We don't ask for any money up front. Somewhere in the middle, we ask maybe you give a donation to Radio Free Brooklyn. And in that donation, you can donate a little to us. But that's not what we're looking for. We're not little money guys. We're mm-hmm. big money guys. We're not talking about get pocket change quickly. We're talking about getting rich quickly. And you're going to take our ideas, you're going to get obscenely rich. No one-size-fits-all. This is not ready-to-wear. This is custom. This is bespoke wealth ideology. Or as I like to call it, bwit. Bespoke wealth ideology. Idiotology. Bwe. It's idiotol-bwit. <laughs> um... And then once you're rich, guys, then and only then, do we think that it's only reasonable to expect a little thank you gift. Yeah. And that thank you gift to make it easy so people are like, you know. I don't know what to get them for Christmas. Right. Or, you know, how much do you tip? Yeah. Well, we're going to tell you how much you tip. No, how much do they tip? Well, after
1: you're rich, after you are sitting in your silken robes on your luxurious duvet, what divan?
2: Oh, my God. You're not ready to be rich. In a
1: room full of mahogany.
2: Mahogany. And ebony. And ivory. And you reach up
1: and you feel on your cheek some spittle. And you say, oh, that's right. That is Josh who coughed in my face.
2: (laughs) Uh, Right before he
1: gave me the idea that made me a (coughs) million millionaire.
2: To be fair, much of the spit and phlegm ended up on my uh, microphone.
1: Right into their ear. Mm-hmm. You say, I owe them something. I owe them something for getting me so rich. 10%. Tithe them. 10% of everything you made after you got rich, as you got rich.
2: Yeah. I thought I dragged out the opener there. You really, No, uh... you just
1: dragged it. You just made it a drag. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> wow! Yes,
2: you just dragged me. Boom! Bitch! Boom! Bitch! Two snaps in a circle. Yeah. Um. Noel. Yes, sir. You're wearing a jacket. I am wearing a jacket. I was at a conference all day. Uh huh. You were gonna. You said you were gonna wear it the whole show. Yes. And then you started to take it off, and I looked at you, a and did. You did. Put it back on. He threatened me with his eyes, guys. <laughs> He was busy
1: coughing and threatening me all day.
2: All day? Yeah. Yeah, I was at the conference. Yeah. Your boss has paid a lot of money for me to go (laughs) to be a part of a conference I didn't understand anything about. No. But we live recorded it, and we're going to be putting out a show about it. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. No. No.
1: Nobody would want to hear that.
2: Anyway, Noel, how have you been? I have been pretty good.
1: Um... Was thinking about something. Oh, that's always a problem. Uh when I was at school. Which school? When I was at university mm-hmm. in Canada, Carlton University, Ottawa, Ontario.
2: When at, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air came out, uh-huh, and the character Carlton did the Carlton dance, uh-huh. was that the official dance of Carlton University? Nope. Okay. Uh so I uh
1: I had a little bump. I got a bump developed on the back of my head. Oh, I thought you were talking about cocaine. No. No. <laughs> I had a little bump developed in the back of my head and I went and had it checked out and it was a cyst. Uh oh. So I had to get it removed. So the doctor froze the spot, cut it open, popped it out. It was like a little chickpea. Yeah, like Doctor Pimple Popper. Um He gave me
2: stitches. That's interesting. He froze it. Uh, just
1: a little, like, rub. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah, yeah.
2: Was that to numb it or just yeah. to make it easier to slice into or something? Just to numb it. Yeah. Okay.
1: And uh, I was supposed to go back
2: in whatever
1: it was, two weeks or whatever, mm-hmm. and get the stitches out. And I, I'm not a big fan of going to the doctor.
2: Yeah, I know. We've had this conversation and in private.
1: And uh, I was busy that day, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so I just never went back and got it taken out. And uh, my girlfriend at the time was like not happy about this, mm-hmm. so I'm like, "They're stitches. They're gonna fall out." So they weren't falling out. So I decided I was gonna take them out. <laughs> so <laughs> uh-huh. I got out the toenail clippers. Oh wow! You went you went ho- whole hog. I tried hog. to reach uh-huh. behind my head and snip them with the toenail clippers. Mm-hmm.
2: So I could just slide them out. Uh-huh. Uh, they don't often th- just slide, though. Th- sh-
1: and she wasn't real big fan <laughs> of seeing me do that. <laughs> so she uh, decided that she would help. Oh, boy. So I don't I accidentally mangle myself. Uh-huh. Uh, and she went back and, and cut them and pulled them out. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But it, I guess some didn't get out. <laughs> Cause it after a while, it, it kind of like would every once in a while developed almost like a little pimple, uh-huh. then bloop, a little blimp of something. Kind of oh,
2: like, like an actual like a little bit of the uh, stitches, probably the stitches. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was completely random. Uh. Well. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay then. You know, I did know a guy okay. just on that line. All right. This, just so you know, guys, if you're for those of you out there that are trying to figure out what the topic is based on our stories, because, uh-huh. you know, a lot of times, you know, we have some real listeners who, like, figured have figured out that a lot of times our stories line up with the topic of the day. Mm-hmm. You're not figuring it out from these stories. Well. Anyway, <laughs> I knew a guy who had... Uh, who had uh, uh, gotten in a horrible auto accident. Yeah. And his head went through the windshield. Ooh. And uh, he had all this glass smashed into his forehead. hmm And they never bothered taking all the glass out. Yeah. What ended up happening is he would just be, like, scratching his head sometimes, and suddenly it would, like... His, he would prick his finger yeah. and a piece of glass would yeah, just yeah, come yeah, out of yeah, his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. For years and years and years, he'd have little shards of glass that would just come out of his head. I knew another guy that got shot yeah. three times in the stomach. And they had to leave one of the bullets in. Oof. And I met him like three years after he got shot. Yeah. And his body was pushing the bullet out. Because where the bullet was initially was too close to organs for them to fuck with. They were like, just leave it there. It, yeah. What it's doing right now isn't dangerous. But if we go and mess around in there, it's potentially deadly. Yeah. And it's it you could actually feel it had gotten to the point where it was close enough to the surface surface that if you touched the area you could feel the bullet in there. Wow! And eventually, what'll happen is it was going to push it. The body would reject it enough that it would be in a, in a space where they could just do a simple incision and pluck the bullet right out.
1: Wow, it's
2: crazy. What I the body I
1: was does. in a a bike accident, bicycle accident mm-hmm. when I was at school. That explains so much. And I much. got a lot of gravel in my face, uh-huh. and they went and cleaned <clears throat> it up, mm, not uh, too well. But there was a spot that yeah. for several
2: for quite a while. Every once in a while, it'll be like a little pimple. So when I call, I didn't realize that when I call you crater face, <laughs> that you actually it's not because of bad skin. It's you, because you, you're just fantasizing now about, uh
1: what if Noel had a crater face? And I called him crater face. What is wrong with what, you?
2: You know, look, that, yeah. I'm sorry I'm rude to you yeah, that I call well, you crater face because you have all those pock marks in your face. That, but I, you never told me that it was due to an accident. I would, not you know. I would be much nicer about it, is what I'm saying. It's through no fault of your own. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Look yeah. who just sneezed into the microphone now. Not into the microphone, yeah. okay. and you're obviously infecting me with something. <laughs> you mean like the pink eye you gave me the pink eye. The other eye. week?
1: Uh, I wish I could have squirted that at you.
2: It's okay. I had it for two days. Good. Yeah, fuck you. Good. You deserved it. <laughs> I didn't deserve it. Yeah, Merry Christmas. No one deserves pink eye. Especially if it's coming from a guy who got it from his own fecal matter and water. <laughs> anyway, guys. Anyway. I have no way to uh sort of wrap this around the thing. So I'm gonna let Noel try to figure out how to tie it all in. All right. Before he gives you what the the uh before he gives you the uh uh topic today. All right. I had phantom stitches. No, you had actual stitches.
1: Yeah. Today's topic <laughs> is placebos. How to get rich with them. How to think you're getting medicated all the way to the top.
2: I have to say yeah. that in 250 plus episodes now? No. 240 plus? No. How many? How about 218, 216, something oh, that's like that. It? Yeah. 218, no. I think. So in 218 episodes, since I have been able to. Uh, managed to scrape something into yeah. an indicator of what the topic is. Uh-huh. And this is the first time that I have not been able to do that. <laughs> I can't see how. Also, you it was t- an easy one. Also, like people would have thought based on these conversations that it was going to be like cysts and pimples. Uh-huh. Or uh, uh, maybe accidents. Okay. Um, or surgeries. Medical is all you had to latch on to, dude. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Dude. 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 Anyway, Noel. Anyway. You're like a placebo to me. Yeah. Yeah. You make me feel awful about myself, though.
1: (laughs) Waka, waka, waka.
2: Anyway, Noel, placebos. Placebos. How are you going to get rich with them? We're going to tell you right now.
1: you guys, the word placebo comes from Latin for I will please. Uh, the American Society of pain management, nurse, uh, pain management Nursing defines a placebo as any sham medication or procedure designed to be void of any known therapeutic value, right? And uh, placebos, you know, we know them. They've got a bad rep. Snake oils, sugar pills, faith healers. We, uh, we look at these things and we consider them to be a, some sort of dangerous scam, Right? Preying on the sick. But they actually do have an important place in medicine. Uh, For one, they're needed for any clinical study, right? You have to measure the effect of the medicine versus not the medicine when you're testing it. And because of the placebo effect and how powerful it is, you also have to measure against people getting nothing. Because getting the non-medicine tends to actually help a lot. Um, Doctors actually sometimes prescribe placebos to try to help patients where issues are psychosomatic or are being exasperated by anxiety or something like that. Um, And the placebo effect is so strong that many medicines uh, that were believed to be effective... Years later, they found out actually were doing nothing, uh, had no medical effectiveness, and 100% of their effectiveness was due to the
2: placebo effect. Do you have examples of which medicines these were?
1: I don't. I don't. But they are out there.
2: Still? They're still.
1: They probably are. Uh They just haven't discovered which ones yet. Um, Advil. Advil scam chemotherapy Chema. schema therapy schema therapy. Uh, a lot of research has gone into the effectiveness of placebos. Placebos uh, placebos work, although uh, to a lesser degree, even when patients know that they're placebos. The better if you don't know, but even if you do know, they still help. Uh... Pills stamped with a brand name are more effective than those without one. Uh, Flashier packaging produces a stronger reaction. And here's one thing I thought was super interesting. The placebo effect is growing stronger over time. Uh, As our faith in medicine grows, placebos are growing more and more effective uh, to match. Uh, There's also some negative effects that are growing uh, to placebos. There's something out there called you hear about this one, the nocebo effect.
2: Yeah, keep talking. You've already ruined one of my ideas, and you're going right into the second one. You only have one. No, I have two. Uh, The nocebo effect
1: is listing a side effect makes more people think that they're experiencing it, right? And the more prominent the side effect warning, the more people can claim to experience it. Uh, But even this has a bright spot, uh, which is the worse the side effects of a medication, the stronger the belief by the patient that the medicine is actually working. And then because of the placebo effect, the more that medicine actually works. I don't know if you knew that one, Mr. Know-it-all. I don't
2: know nothing about nothing.
1: All right. Uh, so this is what you're going to do. You're going to make placebo drugs. So in inert drugs, uh, but you are going to add active ingredients to those drugs. Those active ingredients are only designed to cause side effects, right? So you're going to put a little, whatever, diarrhea drug in there. And uh, you're going to give it to somebody and say... Like to
2: give you diarrhea. Yeah.
1: And uh, you're going to be like, take this pill for your pain. Uh, It is a side effect. It might give you a little diarrhea. Right. And you've the t- person's going to get crazy the, diarrhea. The per- it's just filled with old shellfish juice. Yeah. Yeah. And then the person's going to be so convinced that, wow, look at the side effect I'm getting. It must really be working. They're going to cure themselves... You're going to make millions of dollars. Boom, 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 boom.
2: That's great. You're rich. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Go to your next one because you ruined my first one.
1: I did not. I If I ruined your first one, I, I want to hear what it is because I don't believe I ruined it.
2: It's a different idea. I but just touched on ideas. All the all the information was basically, okay. uh, you know. So it's a different <coughs> idea. Not really. I mean, you know, how many <laughs> ideas can one have for a placebo? A lot. Oh, yeah. How many did you come up with? Two. Okay. And already our first one is pretty similar. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, so as you said, uh, <coughs> Placebos. Uh, the placebo effect is getting stronger and stronger. Uh, it's being used as an actual, uh, uh, not cure per se, but treatment for uh, anxiety and depression, a lot of psychological issues, yep. back pain, uh, chemotherapy-related illnesses, migraine headaches, post-operative pain, and post-traumatic stress disorder. Interestingly... Long? Really, post-traumatic stress yeah, PTSD. disorder? PTSD. That seems mean. Well, I mean, you know, the idea is you're just trying to get them to uh, not to to lessen the symptoms of the the PTSD. Right. So whatever works. You know, I, my feeling is, is you know, I have tried CBD oils for a million different things. Yeah. I don't find them particularly effective. I've never tried it. Um, uh, as a separate thing. But I genuinely think that that, that is a perfect example of probably the, the placebo effect. Because everyone uses it for things that, you know, it's for sleep. Yeah. Uh, for, for depression. Everything. You know, but, but generally they're using it for something that's stress related or psychological.
1: Yeah. And everything I've read says that... In order for it to actually have any medical value, you'd have to take so much of it. And you hear all the time about people like, oh, I couldn't sleep, so I took the CBD mm-hmm. pill, and I was knocked out. Mm-hmm. And it's
2: like, ah, not according to everything that science says. Right. Uh, they have uh, marked that long-lasting ple- placebo effects have been reported in Parkinson's disease. Really? Um, yep. In some medication trials, uh, Parkinson's disease patient improvement in motor scores of up to 20 to 30% in patients that were assigned the placebo. Wow. And lasted for up to six months. Wow. And similarly, uh, improvement in Parkinson's disease patients have been observed after the introduction and discontinuation. Improvement and deterioration. So they would introduce a placebo. They would see improvement. They would remove the placebo, take uh-huh. the placebo away, yeah. and they would deteriorate oh. to their previous uh, uh in, in clinical trials. They did a double-blind clinical trial of human fetal transplantation in Parkinson's disease patients. Uh, so they actually did surgeries where in some of them they uh, uh, put in uh, human fetal, you know, basically a, a stem cell, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, is essentially what the idea was. Mm-hmm. And then the others they didn't. And, uh, in 30% of the, uh, patients who got the imitation surgery, the fake surgery, Mm -hmm. uh, motor scores went up. Um, same thing happened with, uh, they did, uh, porcine mesencephalic tissue in Parkinson patients. So they used pig tissue. Okay. Um, the control group lasted at least 18 months. The improvement in the control group, which are the people that got the placebos, lasted 18 months longer than than had been previously observed in other clinical trials of medications. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Okay? Um, so this is what you're going to do, essentially. You hit on the idea of, of, of this idea, the, or you explained about how Presentation, packaging, mm-hmm. advertisement. Uh, makes a difference. Makes a huge difference. And one of the things that that, that uh, one study had said was they believe that uh, the placebo effect has only actually been getting stronger in the U.S. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's primarily, they think, because of advertisement, direct-to-consumer drug advertising, really? which is only available in the U.S. No other country allows direct-to-consumer drug advertising.
1: I, di- I didn't realize it was only a more
2: powerful there. Uh-huh. It's, it's, uh, it's, yeah, over, over the, uh, what was it? They did uh, uh, impact of the placebo effect in 84 trials of nerve pain treatment that took place over the last 23 years. And they found that the placebo effect has become remarkably stronger. Okay. But the observation was only noted in U.S. studies. Wow. Mm-hmm. So be- their belief is, is that because we at- that so much is advertised here mm-hmm. about, you know, what this drug is going to do for you, yeah. <clears throat> that people believe it. And it's in their head, especially older people who sit and watch Fox News all day and get nothing but, uh, nothing uh, but. Uh, uh, advertisements for... ED drugs and yeah. such. Um, so this is what you're going to do. Yeah. <clears throat> you were talking about snake oil salesmen. Yeah. And you're going to open up a placebo-only clinic. Uh, you're going to do surgeries okay. that are placebo surgeries, All injections right. that are placebo injections, but you're not going to hide it. Yeah. You're going to call yourself placebo clinic. Sure. Um, you're going to make it the most modern, attractive-looking space that you've ever seen. Every pill you're going to bring out is going to be big and shiny and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, everywhere they look, they're going to read about all the good things that are going to happen to them when they take this pill mm-hmm. or get that injection or get that surgery. Uh, all of the doctors and nurses are going to be models, and at least out in front, are going to be models and sure. actors, just the most beautiful people. Yeah. And you are going to charge half of what any surgery Yeah. Any medication, because you're still going to make a fortune. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's it. That's the idea. Yeah, you know you can call it? What? Placebco. There you go.
1: I like it. Yeah. I like it, guys. You are getting rich off that. If you want to reach out and help Josh in non-placebo ways, in actual ways, you can. You can go to... RadioFreeBrooklyn dot com. Go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page at the sponsor button. Half that money will go to Josh and I. Half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. If you're like, no, no money for you, Josh. The best Why way is to it do it. No money
2: for you, Josh. Why didn't no more? Why do you think people like you uh, better? We're just talking about the real world. <clears throat> do you think people? If, if you're you think- like, no way, Josh. <laughs>
1: You're not getting my money, Josh. Do you think people out there like you better? If you I don't think so. M- most people out there, if they're saying anything, it's Josh. I think if they actually If it were just Noel, I'd give that money.
2: I think people actually like you I better when they meet you.
1: Target,
2: Josh. But you don't come across so well on air. I'm just letting you know that. So if you're out <laughs> there and you don't want
1: to give Josh money, I don't blame you. The way to do it to really get his goat, to really stick it to him with that not giving him the money, is to go to radiofreebrooklyn.com, hit the pledge button, pledge an amount, one time a reoccurring. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, not a nickel not goes a to nickel. Josh. <laughs> You've shown him. He knows. He knows <laughs> that you didn't give money to him. The, see, that's the thing. This is like the placebo versus no drug, right? No drug, you don't know anything happened. The placebo is, you give money to Radio Free Brooklyn, but not to Josh, and he knows that you gave, but not to him. And it, oh, it burns Uh, his ass. It makes him crazy. uh, He gets nuts. uh, Yeah, that's right. If you want to support Radio Free Brooklyn in other ways, you can. You can Subscribe to the newsletter. Give it a big hug. You can give it a big hug. You can download the apps what's iOS. The new, what's
2: the new title of the newsletter? Ah, who
1: knows? It's not the good <laughs> one anymore. You download the apps iOS or Android. Listen to the station live. Listen to all the archives. Uh, you guys, we got a big campaign coming up because uh, Radio Free Brooklyn in, in five months is going to be. Five years old Woohoo! and uh we need some coin if we want to keep growing uh and you can help that happen the whole campaign thing starts on giving tuesday right after thanksgiving uh so if you listen if you appreciate the station give some money if you
2: don't give some money you cheap prick uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to be too busy celebrating the 12 days of Black Friday right after Thanksgiving. Okay, is that something we're to try and start this year? <laughs> that, Probably. That's, I'm, we're getting. We've been getting uh, uh, flyers in the mail recently. Really? Every major company is now doing like an extended week long or more Black uh, Friday that's starting before Black Friday. Sure. I Leading get the... up to Black Friday. Okay, so we may already be in
1: midst. Oh yeah we are oh you guys oh. the blackening is upon us you <laughs> <The> can blackening <laughs> you can free your soul by giving a little money to Radio Free Brooklyn uh, if if, if, uh, if you can give today give today if you can give tomorrow give tomorrow if uh, you can give next month give next month uh, if you can't quite yet. Keep your ears open because we're going to be pestering you about it over the next few months. Mm. Uh, And as thanks for all this opportunity you have given us to schlep our goods and the goods of our station, Josh scour[s] the internet for ways of getting rich that have nothing to do with the topic because one topic ain't enough for him. That's why you maybe should give him money. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away.
2: The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. As soon as you start to become successful, people are going to say, You
0: changed. You look different. There's something about you that wasn't there before. What happened? Not only will people notice, but you'll also start to lose bad friends and you'll start to gain new friends. How tremendous. As you become more successful, people from all walks of life will notice your success and they'll make comments. They'll tell you how good you look, how great you sound, how amazing it is to be around you because they know that you are a successful person.
1: For me in particular, I realized that people were noticing that I was becoming successful when they started to say, wow, Daniel, can I take a picture with you? Or wow, Daniel, I'm actually going to be able to say, I knew that guy. I was friends with Daniel Alley.
2: Noel, uh, there's something different about you. You look different. Mm-hmm. You, ca- you know what I think it is? It's that spit on my side of my face from you coughing. I was going to say it's the giant penis growing out of the middle of <laughs> your forehead. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> you see that dog with the tail growing out of its forehead? I did. It's so cute. It's pretty cute. I would adopt it. It says it, it doesn't wag. I know. I saw that. Uh, it's not connected to it. I anything. wish it wagged. Could you imagine just having that little doggy all the time with his little, little, he, they say he's, gonna, he's a low rider like Herschel. Yeah. like He's part dachshund, they think.
1: You know a couple of days ago I was walking on the Although street. I could
2: picture like him wrestling with another dog and uh-huh. that dog getting like oh. biting into that little yeah 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 just yeah. being an ugly scene. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's going to happen one day. Mm-hmm. Hope they get it on YouTube. Uh I was walking down the street the other day speaking uh-huh. of seeing success. Uh-huh. And I passed by Tom Segura walking really? down the street. <clears throat> and you love Tom Segura. I was like yeah, <laughs> is about all I mustard, uh-huh. right? And he kind of went, uh, and just kept walking. And
2: you didn't go and tell him all about our now, podcast. But I do and how listen to, the, his, to his podcast a lot. Which one? He's got like three
1: now. Yeah, the, the the your mom's house. I'm not a huge fan of the other ones, but I listened to the main one. And uh, and afterwards, I was like, ah, oh, should have been like Heil Hitler. <laughs> Well, you ever, that's how it when, like, when I write them letters, they're always like, Heil Hitler. No,
2: I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> they had a clip that, you know how a lot of it's based on clips that they play?
2: I I don't really. No.
1: Oh. And it was, they had some, like, YouTube girl that they were playing at one point, uh, and all her videos would start with her being like, Heil Hitler. <laughs> And then it would be like some like advice, mm-hmm. but it she always would sign on by, Heil Hitler, Heil
2: Hitler. If you're cleaning your kitchen, yeah, the best cleaner to use is yeah. That would be great if that if was you what guys
1: was. write us don't say Heil Hitler. Give us something new, original, and not Hitlerish. What? Yes, I said it,
2: not I Hitlerish. Don't, I don't know what you're asking them. Don't. Oh, you're saying that we're gonna our fans are gonna be so upset that we said Hitler? No, I'm saying don't start saying Hal
1: Hitler to us.
2: Oh, I see. okay. It's already taken. Yeah. I don't think we'll have to worry. okay. I may be wrong. I hope I have yet to be stopped on the street or even not even stopped. I have yet to have anyone Herschel's gotten more fans stop him on the street than I have. Okay, That's all I'm gonna all say. All right, okay. <laughs> When I, when I was in Chicago one time. Uh-oh. Did you get stopped because I got, people rem- re- knew you from the show?
1: I got stopped. No, not from our show. This oh. was way before our show. Oh. But uh, they did recognize me from something else. Uh-huh. uh and we're like, hey, are you in this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it the age ad? No, it wasn't that. <laughs> uh, it was uh, just from my improv group. Oh, okay. And uh, they're like, are you in this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And talked for a couple minutes. And I realized, like, oh, this dude's just hitting on me. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, bye. Uh, You guys, placebos, how you going to get rich with them? I'll tell you right now. Okay, we have already well established that placebos are effective, right? Uh Well established. We have already established that they have a dark side with nocebos.
2: Are you going to do a thing on nocebos? No. Okay. But what if... uh, There's a sexual side, and it's called ho (laughs) 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 What if the dark side is even bigger than that, though,
1: guys? Uh, uh, Right? What if nocebos are just the tip
2: of the placebo iceberg, right? Like maybe uh, uh, Lord Palpatine was really the darkest nocebo of all. Maybe.
1: Uh, What if there are epidemics that are actually psychosomatic? Scientific studies show that gluten sensitivity and its most extreme form, celiac disease, has grown over 500% from the 50s to now. And the rate at which this increase is growing is getting faster. 41% of Americans believe that gluten is unhealthy and should be avoided at this point. 30% 30% think they suffer from gluten sensitive sensitivity. In reality, less than 6% of people are sensitive to gluten and 1% have celiac. So, di- big discrepancy. Yes. A lot of the growth of the anti-gluten beliefs are thought to come from gluten-free evangelists. Like Goop.com and things like that, and celebrity wheat bashers is what the article I read said. Celebrity wheat bashers. Yeah, that should be a show.
2: Mm-hmm. Be <laughs> <They> like hoarders. <laughs> yeah. Celebrity wheat bashers. Yeah.
1: Uh, the University of Laquila in Italy.
2: The University of what?
1: Laquila.
2: The University of
1: what? Laquila. L how would you pronounce that?
2: I, I just like listening to I you think say I said it. it right.
1: The University of L'Aquila. <laughs> you said it completely
2: differently there.
1: Exactly the same. <laughs> That's the good part. Uh-huh. Uh, in Italy, studied gluten sensitivity in a clinical trial. Uh-oh. They alternated gluten and gluten-free diets uh, with the people, and they w- all the people were tested occasionally along the way. Actual gluten sensitivity, it turns out, had grown over time. 6% of people tested positive for celiac. 0.5% tested positive for wheat allergies. And 6% were positive for other non-celiac wheat sensitivities, a.k.a. gluten intolerance, right? But compared to what people said going in, 93% of people who think they are gluten sensitive actually are not. No, it's the same thing with MSG,
2: right? Uh,
1: sure. Sure, I can imagine, yeah. So this, this, whatever I'm going to say, you could probably apply for MSG, too. Um, so other studies have pegged this disparity... Slightly lower, around eighty-six percent people uh, have no <laughs> sensitivity to gluten who think that they do. So this is a huge opportunity for placebos. Uh, placebos. Placebos. <laughs> <laughs> but we already talked about sugar pills. Uh huh. Uh-uh, not in the second half of this show. I know, we're, we're making mo-money, 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 You're right? not going to
2: help diabetics if your placebo is a sugar pill. I'm just going to put that out there.
1: How are we going to make this more profitable? How? 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 And more effective. How? As we discussed, the more involved and invasive the placebo or placebo, yep. the more effective it is... So you're gonna do <laughs> placebo surgeries, aka uh-huh. sham surgeries. Uh huh. You're gonna go. You're gonna offer a surgical procedure to rid patients of celiac and sensitive sensitivity to gluten. Uh huh. Yeah, that's gonna be offered in placebo. E- even at if if even if we just took the basic population, eighty six percent of people who think they have these diseases that don't. Your surgery would already be more effect than effective than most legit treatments, mm-hmm. right? 86% mm-hmm.
2: success rate is pretty good, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Just to add it to the menu at Placebo. Yeah.
1: Uh, but you're going to have a lot higher
2: treatment than that
1: because you're going to have a pre-surgery process where the patients need to prep their intestines by taking a pill for eight weeks. Right? Oh. This pill that you're gonna give them, this pill's not gonna be a placebo. Oh. It's not gonna be what they think it is. It's gonna be gluten. Oh, you're mean. And if the patients show any reaction to it. Oh,
2: then you know they're actually gluten intolerant. And
1: you'll tell them they're not they're not eligible for this surgery. Smart. They won't have a good reaction Smart. with the surgery.
2: So you weed out all the people with
1: actual issues of your patients eligible for surgery have the issue solely in their head. And I know what you're thinking at home. You're thinking, I'm not a doctor. How can I open up a place and do surgeries, whether they're placebo surgeries or not? I can't just be cutting people open. Yeah, why not? Because they'll get arrested. But here's the thing. This is the beauty of this illness in particular. The operation you're doing, it's in the intestines. You don't need to cut the skin on the outside to get in there, right? You can go in the old back door. So you're saying just shove something up the old poop chute? So... You don't need to leave a visible scar. You're going to put the client to sleep. You're going to put a stick up their butt. <laughs> you're going to poke them around a little bit uh-huh. so that there's discomfort after they wake up uh-huh. so they
2: can feel like, oh, that's where the operation was. How how are you going to make sure that you don't poke a hole in their intestine and give them sepsis? You're going to have like a Nerf stick. Okay. So you're just giving them a, a you can use a really
1: big dildo. You could, you could, you could, yeah. but make it look surgical in case they wake up.
2: A surgical Because you're probably
1: not going to have good uh, <laughs> anesthetic.
2: That's probably true, but I think, you know, even if they wake up, how are they going to actually see that you've inserted a dildo up their ass? Like, are they going to wake up and then, like, bend over and check, like, oh, what's that going up there? Like, no, you're just going to knock yeah, them out again. For safety, I would say make it a stick. Okay. Oh, because that, that, that is much more medical.
1: Yeah. Uh, so they're going to wake up. They're going to feel some discomfort from the operation. Uh-huh. you can tell them it all went well. Uh-huh. You got to take these pills for another two weeks. Mm-hmm and then you're good. That's great. And 100% of these people will be cured. You are blowing every medical procedure, actual medical scientific Mm -hmm. procedure out there. You're blowing their success rates out of the water. You are single-handedly curing this gluten epidemic that is drowning our world. That's crazy. You'll be... a Billionaire, yeah, no, that's Buh. great. That's great, and that's that's it. it uh, the amount of money. Mm-hmm. This
2: is one of our most profitable ideas mm-hmm. to date. Mm-hmm. No, I like it. It's a good idea. So, Noel, yes, you talked about the nocebo effect. Yep. Right. Just to reiterate, it's what happens when you're given a placebo drug, and told the drug has terrible side effects. It's also on real drugs. Oh no. Oh, okay. I, right. You, you, I get what you, you're saying. Right. You
1: psychosomatically, uh, get yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Um. Uh, it also uh works with surgeries as well or procedures. If the doctor tells you that you could have a negative negative result, mm-hmm. uh, there is a uh, uh fact that just knowing the risk could negatively impact your recover recovery. Um, This is essentially the power of suggestion. Okay. Right? Uh, uh, Some examples of this. uh, In the 8th century, a Viennese doctor named Eric Menninger uh, wrote about how students of his uh, picked on and uh, uh, abused uh, uh, an assistant of his. Um, They then, at one point, jumped out, grabbed him, put a bag over his head, and told him that he was about to be decapitated. What? They hung his head onto a chopping block and dropped a wet cloth on his neck. The guy was so sure that he was going to die of a steel blade, he died. Whoa. Yep. Uh, In 2007, a man came rushing in to an ER screaming that he was very depressed and had decided he was going to kill himself, and he consumed a whole bottle of pills. Wow. Immediately upon doing it, he regretted his decision. (laughs) He ran to the ER, um, and when he got to reception, after screaming as he was running through, he collapsed. They grabbed him. His blood pressure had plummeted. He was hyperventilating. They gave him intravenous fluids, and yet... When they took blood tests to see what kind of drug it was he was taking, they could find no drugs in his system. Mm-hmm. Four hours they had, they had gotten in touch with his regular doctor about four hours later, and the doctor showed up, told him that he had been in a drug trial, mm-hmm. which were the pills that he had taken, but those pills that he had were placebos. Okay. He then opened his eyes. Got up immediately, feeling better. Said thank you and walked away. But he thought it had gotten so bad yeah, he, th- yeah, he yeah. was he was possibly going to die. Yeah, had it waited much longer, he would have been dead. He'd overdosed on sugar pills. Uh, there are examples.
1: Maybe he was diabetic.
2: Oh, that's a possibility. <laughs> See that should that should have been thought of. Excellent. That was a lot of sugar he took. Yeah. Um. There are examples of sort of mass hysteria-related uh, 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 yes. nocebos. Uh, one of the more well-known ones um, is that in the 1980s, the Hmong people from uh, Cambodia, who mm-hmm. are a, uh, a, a small group... Oh, I heard something about that. <coughs> They were shipped over. Many of them came from Cambodia to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and... <coughs> Young men in the community, with no pre-existing illnesses or existing illnesses, mm-hmm. just began dying in their sleep after yep. extended periods of nightmares and sleep paralysis. They did by bi- they did uh, 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 tests on all of these bodies on everybody in the community, and they could find nothing. Yeah, that showed with it. The belief is that. Due to strong cultural belief in deadly night spirits, mm. uh, uh, these young men were f- ble- were afflicted, believed they were afflicted by these spirits, and they died because of them. Yeah. So what we're talking about here is the ability to kill people uh-huh. with the power of suggestion. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. So this is what you're going to do, guys. Okay. You are going to become the nocebo assassin. Whoa. You are going to be, pose as the doctor Uh for all of the people that you have to assassinate. Yeah. All these big, high, mucky mucks. You'll show up at their hotel rooms and be like, oh, your regular doctor isn't here. Yeah. I'm filling in for him. Trust you're going to give him some placebo pills. Okay. So, and you're going to say be very careful with these pills. Okay. They're a wonder drug, but the side effects are intense. You could die. Mhm. You'll as all assassins do, they follow routes, they figure out uh, the way a person goes everywhere. Everywhere they go, you're going to put up ads talking about this wonder drug, but with the horrible, horrible side effects of death. Eventually, your client's going to die Yeah. just from the power of thought, oh, yeah. and they will have no idea how or why. They're going to be like, what are these pills he's taking? They're nothing. They're okay. They're just sugar. Why did he die? Don't know, but he's dead. You'll be the greatest assassin in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. You'll charge millions of dollars to kill people. Yeah. Nocebo assassin.
1: Nocebo assassin. I like. You know where I thought. I don't know why I thought you were going here. Where? But where I thought you were gonna go, yeah. is then when they're asleep, sneak in, and make it look like they had taken a bunch of pills when they hadn't even taken them. Oh, you could do that as well. And then they'd wake up and be like, "Oh no,
2: I took all these pills in my sleep." <laughs> That's probably a I didn't really honestly I came up with the Nocebo assassin thing, mm-hmm. but I didn't and I and I knew you could kill the people this way, but I hadn't really given a lot of thought because I don't know if you noticed when you came in I was uh. working on my ideas <laughs> yeah. right up to uh, coming downstairs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't give it as much thought as I could have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that idea. I think that's probably a quicker and better idea than my very long drawn out a lot of disguises. <laughs> well, the disguises I like. A lot of time. Right? And you could have all the different robes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all, different. all the different doctor's robes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely.
2: No, I like that they're robes. Uh-huh. I like the idea that they're doctor's robes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you have different scrubs. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. No, I like it. You, your entire closet's full of different doctor's robes different doctor's pants yeah
1: and maybe like a mole
2: uh, a mole right so you look different yeah a mustache a mustache uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you could do like the no always Dene- trust a doctor with a mustache yeah you could do the no Danine one where you get pock marks all over your face <laughs> and a big dick right in the middle of your forehead wow and people doctors will be like wow he's for a doctor his skin is really terrible why didn't he get that taken care of and he'll just be like i had an accident on gravel that would be your. Everyone would be like, oh. you know, I had
1: an audition <laughs> yesterday for something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And do you think I would a have been minister right for it? Really? Because the world agrees, I look like a holy man. Holy
2: man. A holy man. Yeah. The problem with it was though, you couldn't speak English well <laughs> enough to get the role. I
1: was speaking in tongues. <laughs> <laughs> when they ask me,
2: like, what, what, the, what do you say? Mm-hmm. I just ah uh, speaking in tongues. <laughs> speaking in tongues. Tender touch to me again. <laughs> The old Irish Catholic priest. Uh, Speaking in tongues is a big Catholic thing, it's true. Yeah. It's a big Catholic thing. Rolling around on the floor, (laughs) holding snakes. Yeah. That's a big Catholic thing. No, no. Not the Catholics. Anyway, no, placebos. Placebos. How are you going to get rich with them? I already gave my two ideas. (laughs)
1: Ah. How are you not going to get rich with them? That's Ah. what we should be saying.
2: Yeah, you can't unless you're making not SIBOs.
1: Nazi bows. That's, <laughs> Nazi uh, bows. What's his name? That's uh, what you
2: guys can say. Instead of Heil Hitler when you come up to Noel, you can yeah. say Nazi bows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what we should call Trump. Nazi bows.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's how we, that's how we fixed the economy. Because mm-hmm. he didn't do anything. It's just all these idiot businessmen were like, well, throw all the money in the market. Trump said it's got to be good now. And that's what made the economy better.
2: The only reason. You don't give him any credit will I don't.
1: You? I don't give him any credit. Uh but he's going to jail. And we're gonna love it. And we're gonna laugh and laugh.
2: I'm gonna be so happy if he goes to jail. Yeah. Oh, That'll be the greatest thing ever. Ever. I want his whole family to go to jail though too. Yeah. Maybe they will Eric so much. Eric's an idiot, but he's not as upfront as Jared and uh and Junior. Yeah. I don't Junior know. uh <laughs> Oof. And Junior's girlfriend screaming at guys that they must all be Did you hear no. this whole thing? So so Trump Jr. has has written a book. Yes, I do know triggered, that. Triggered. Yeah. Right? And it's and it's basically him whining about how how everyone treats his family like shit. He's yeah. clearly triggered himself. You know why they do? Because <clears throat> they're pariahs on the world. Right. Okay. And uh he's been doing speaking engagements in uh <clears throat> together with uh uh this group uh it's like a it's it's a nationwide student uh republican group okay uh that's headed by this guy named Charlie Kirk okay who's become sort of a bit of a youtube uh alt right star mm-hmm. and there's another group who of even more alt right conservatives who hate charlie kirk and they were protesting at one of these speaking engagements because there was going to be no Q&A. Mm-hmm. And it was alt-right versus alt-right. And apparently Trump Jr. did not realize that this was another alt-right super Trump supporter group um, that was doing this protesting. And he was laying into them as they were shouting through this talk that he was doing mm-hmm. and calling them SJWs. Uh, and talking about how they're far left in the whole thing. And then at one point... what's JW? Uh, Social Justice Warrior. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And then at some point, his girlfriend, Kimberly Guilfoyle, who used to be a Fox News pundit, okay, jumps up and starts screaming at them, you all must use apps to get dates because no one would meet up, would want to talk to you in real life. Like, that was her big burn. Yeah. It was very bizarre. But it's, you know, it's a really a construct of idiots is what's going on there. It is, but guys. He really wants to, you know, he clearly wants to run for president after <sighs> his father. Like he clearly sees <sighs> himself as like that's his next move is public office. He's going to impress his father by being the great Republican hope. And it's uh, it's terrifying and sad.
1: Well, let's hope it doesn't happen. Uh, take one of these sugar pills and call me in the morning, right? Ha, ah, yeah, Daddy. That's right, daddy Oh. Hey, if you want to get in touch with Josh or I and give us suggestions for the show, just a little hey-ho, anything you can. You can get us on, Facebook, at, at, uh, on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel.
2: You can email us. Uh, but, you know, don't bother emailing us because I don't think our email I works. think it works. Why? Have you received any? Have you seen emails from people? I don't log into that. All I see is junk emails. Don't make it look like spam, guys. All right, it's GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. That's right.
1: If you want us on Facebook, get us a Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can subscribe, rate, and review anywhere where podcasts are available. Please do. If you only listen to us in podcast form, we implore you. Tune in. Saturday night, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes. Five days before anyone else get there early. Listen to Art Star scene. I think we got something new coming after us soon. I think Yay. we do.
2: And when we do, listen to that. Unless it's a talk show, um, don't, because we want we need to don't listen to any right. other talk shows other than us for a while. I'm so pretty sure can, it's not a talk show. Okay. I yeah, then, then the listen music. to it. Listen to it. Then.
1: You guys you got a lot of money in your pocket at this point. What are you going to do with it? Well, lucky for you, Josh scours the Internet for ways for you to rid yourself of this burdenous money. So, Mr. Josh,
2: some
0: take it away. For some of us, the true measure of opulence would be relaxing in a bathtub that is capable of containing our whole bodies without leaving any bits exposed to the chilly air. If you believe that's worth paying tens of thousands of dollars extra for a tub, then do we have the bathtub for you. The Callista Arceo Copper Bathtub is absolutely stunning and has quite the shine. This exquisite bathtub is made out of solid copper, and you can be sure this wasn't mass-produced in a factory. It's actually handcrafted by the same coppersmith who restored the Statue of Liberty's torch. At a price of $67,557, that's just under $1,000 per foot in length. What a bargain. Sure, you could go down to your local home improvement store and buy a standard bathtub, for around 300 but it won't be nearly as shiny and beautiful actually you could buy about 233 standard bathtubs for the same price as this one tub
1: yeah good background music on that
2: one just get the tub and
1: say i demand the background music come with
2: it because that's bathing music right there
1: you guys we know our ideas are the best in the world. We know that they're great. How do you know that they're worth taking out loans, selling your home, spending your kids' college funds, ripping off your parents, uh, selling your plasma, your blood, your organs? It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Josh, where do the rules come from this week?
2: Today's rules are 10 rules for building a business Business, yeah, business. That's what we are doing. From the wise words of Sam Walton, uh, of of the founder of Walmart. Wow, you guys, this is the this is it. Number one, number one. Celebrate your success. Celebrate your success with a placebo, right? Just tell yourself it's gonna get you high, and you're gonna be feel better than you ever have before. And you pop one, and you're celebrating. Exactly. Uh, and that's it. We're one for one. So once again for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs>
0: Ain't back gonna get rich quick.